up everybody part two here we are part two in our retirement series this is going to be episode two of four our retirement series is going over the different stages of our earning years starting at age 30 until we pass our assets on to heirs and so episode one was last week we talked about the age group 30 to 50 and how your decisions extremely impact your future in retirement. So today we're going to talk about our early 60s and our mid to late 50s. So let let me just give you an example. This is anecdotally. I've been in the industry for 12 years in a financial advisory capacity. Over those 12 years, you can clearly see a correlation towards the quality of retirement and how much effort you put in in the decades prior. So last week's episode, ages 30 to 50, is when you're starting to come into your really high earning years and your really high busy years where you're having kids, college, school, whatever it may be, switching jobs, moving around a lot. So there's a lot of things going on. So you want to make sure to implement investing and saving strategies behind the scenes. So it leads into now your 50s and your 60s. The people in this age bracket that are the most comfortable coming into retirement are the ones that have worked the hardest in the prior decades. What I think you should do is you can go back and listen to the previous episode after you listen to this episode and it'll make sense. You don't need to listen to them in sequential order, but it's important to check out episode, the previous episode, I should say, to this one to make sure you're up to date on everything we're talking about as you work through these stages. So now let's pretend you are in your 50s, you're either in your 50s right now or early 60s, or you're gonna be there soon. And by soon, I literally mean like the next five or 10 years because the decisions that we make now really impact us in the next five or 10 years. It's really, really important that we understand that the early years of retirement present their own set of challenges. And the reason I'm breaking it up into this stage, early 50s and 60s, is because a lot of people want to retire earlier. It's one of the biggest goals I hear is how do I retire a little bit earlier? Well, the first thing I do is you got to really work hard and make some sacrifices. There's there's no other way about it unless you receive some sort of giant inheritance in which if you don't have any money before an inheritance comes, it's usually because you have bad spending habits. So when you get the inheritance, you're going to spend, spend it anyway. But the important important point here is that you have not started taking any required minimum distributions and you may not be taking social security yet and you don't have to access potentially IRA dollars too much or any other investment dollars too much, but it's on the horizon. So in this stage, usually in your fifties, if you're planning on retiring or you want to retire, if you're in early retirement, Your income is going to be low, most likely, if you're not working and you have retired. And if that's the case, you should be strategically approaching these years to maximize your income. But if you are working and you are receiving an income, you need to strategically be working through these years and investing in saving that's going to achieve your goals. Okay, so if you're in this age group, here's some things that you need to be aware of. There's essentially going to be five things that you really need to be aware of that we're going to discuss today. And the first one is create a distribution strategy for your income. So saving and investing for retirement is relatively simple when you're working. So you got to decide right now, or you shouldn't decide. You need to evaluate right now whether or not you're working or you want to retire early. 
You simply live within your means and then you invest your money a specific way, very pragmatically or prudently over a lot of years and you build this big pot of money. Taxes and usually in that scenario aren't as complicated, but we want to be aware that there may be tax situations in the future. And as you're coming to or you're in retirement, you're probably going to have income coming from a few different places. And that intersection of income from all these different places can make withdrawals in your tax situation very complicated. For example, withdrawing just a few dollars extra in any given year can trigger additional taxes on your social security if you're taking it. Or if you need additional money from your IRA and the money in there is pre-tax, that could trigger additional taxation. If you're coming close to Medicare, so say you're 63, there could be additional premium surcharges. The reason I say 63 and Medicare is at 65 is because they do a two-year look back. So it's important. These are just some examples, but it's important to really evaluate your income distribution strategy and how that plays into your retirement and what you're going to do. So if you're going to retire early, you're in your 50s or early 60s, you want to retire a little bit early, you need to really come up with a good strategy and know very specifically where you're going to pull money from in these years before you get to Social Security. Also, if you're still working, you need to evaluate whether or not you need to continue saving and how much and where the money's going to come from when you finally decide to retire. So number one is create an income distribution strategy that optimizes taxes and your future. All right, number two is Social Security. Now, I know I talk about Social Security a lot, but it's a big deal. And try to ignore what's happening politically about people talking about reducing down Social Security. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. But right now, Social Security is a big decision because you can take Social Security as early as age 62. Now, if you do take it at 62, it's going to be a substantially reduced Social Security benefit and it's going to be locked in for life. So you need to be careful. That's why step one is the income distribution strategy, starting to plan when income is going to come out. Now, most people are going to delay to their full retirement age, which if you're in this age bracket that I'm referring to now, you're born after 1960, your full retirement age is going to be age 67. So if you are retiring early, the income distribution strategy is really important because what are you going to do to supplement income until Social Security kicks in in the future? What if you're still working? Your working years. So you're Social Security benefit is calculated on your highest 35 earning years up to age 62. But if you keep working past age 62, your benefit will increase a little bit more. So this age bracket that I'm talking about is really important. If you keep working, it could help your Social Security benefit. And if you're not drawing down your assets and so you're still working, it's going to help your benefit so your assets have time to grow. But if you're going to draw down your assets to cover income because you've retired, your decisions are going to be completely different. So the point of this second piece about Social Security is really understanding when and how you're going to start to distribute income. And this just kind of tacks on. It's almost 1A of creating the income distribution strategy that we spoke about before. So number three is a big one. It's arguably the biggest expense in retirement and the expense may really hit home later towards the last year's retirement, but we got to be aware of it. It's health insurance. With respect to health insurance, the optimal situation is trying to continue coverage offered by an employer with whom you or your spouse works for. Now that's the optimal solution, but a lot of times people want to retire early. 
When you retire early, you got to go to the marketplace or you got to get some private insurance or maybe you had a health savings account that has been accumulating. So that's one thing about your saving investing strategy that you need to utilize the decades prior. And we talked about it in the last episode, but controlling your health expense options with a health savings account is very important. So you get some private employers and government entities depending on your income, health insurance options, Affordable Care Act, which is essentially the marketplace. That's what we talked about. So you have some options, but they can be expensive. So if you're in retirement and you're not working and you're in your late 50s or early 60s, you don't have any medical insurance, or if you are getting medical insurance, you're going to have to pay for it in some capacity. So it's important to factor this in to your strategy as you work through retirement. You cannot ignore this. I guess the point of what I'm trying to tell you is you cannot ignore this. So we're moving on to number four. Number four here here is Roth conversions. So depending on the situation that you're in, an example would be you stop working early. You do have a high quality nest egg. You work for a corporation or an organization that did a lot of tax deferred retirement plan options, and you want to start creating Roth conversions. Now, Because in this situation where you retired early, your income is probably low, this would be a great time to consider partial Roth conversions. And the idea is to take advantage of the lower tax brackets while filling up the tax bracket. A partial Roth conversion during the pre-retirement years can set you up nicely with tax diversification that you will benefit from once you turn age 72 because that helps protect you against required minimum distribution. So let me explain a little bit about the Roth conversion. You have pre-tax dollars in an IRA or a 401k. Normally, if you distribute that money before age 59 and a half, it's taxed and penalized. But if you wait to after 59 and a half, you can pull money out and avoid the penalty and just spend it. A Roth conversion takes the money out of the pre-tax bucket It automatically converts it, and this is done with your advisor or custodian, into a Roth IRA. You pay the taxes now, but now the money is in a Roth IRA and can grow tax deferred, and it starts to avoid any required minimum distribution and any future taxation. So it's valuable now where you're in kind of an income lull if you're retired or you're working in a job where you're not making a ton of money. Where you can do Roth conversions, you'll have to pay the taxes as long as you can afford the tax bill and get it into a Roth IRA and really help your tax diversification, your tax situation moving forward. So Roth conversions is a great option for you as well. Right. So the last thing that we're going to go over that you need to be aware of if you're in your late 50s and early 60s is drawing down your retirement accounts. So this for a lot of people is their main source of income in retirement or early retirement is they're starting to go to tax deferred accounts for income. So it's it's really a point where we need to start making crucial decisions regarding which accounts to draw down first. If we can avoid utilizing tax deferred accounts, it can be helpful, particularly if you're getting to the point where you're going to be adding social security. Social Security, if you add any additional income on it, including IRA distributions, subjects it to the earnings test, which pulls money in. But if, let me do a couple things. If you're taking your Social Security early, you can be subject to the earnings test and the reduction test. So there's a whole host of problems that come if you take Social Security early, but that's a different podcast. 
But drawing down your retirement accounts brings in a lot of other elements into how you distribute money in retirement. The traditional rule of thumb was always protect the retirement accounts and draw down the non-retirement accounts. So if you have taxable dollars, uh, traditional brokerage accounts, joint accounts, trust accounts, that might be the place where you want to go first. But after 10 years of a bull market, and if you have a retirement account worth, say, a million dollars or more, the idea of drawing down non-retirement accounts will leave little flexibility at age 72. So maybe if you're taking money early, drawing down your IRA dollars, now paying the tax while you're in a lower tax bracket protects you from required minimum distributions. And let's take a little just side turn. Let's pull off the side of the road here and talk about required minimum distributions. If you don't know, if you have tax deferred dollars, IRAs, 401ks, 403bs, when you turn age 72, the IRS requires you to take a portion of that money out and pay taxes on it. So it eliminates any control because at age 72, now the IRS is making you take a certain amount of money out based on some actuarial tables that they have. There's three of them based on your situation. So it's something to really be aware of there. So going back to our original discussion, let's pull back on the freeway here. If you are drawing down Let's say that you decided to not pull from any IRAs or retirement accounts. So you are pulling from your tax, your after-tax money or your taxable accounts. Drawing down that account leaves the majority of your future withdrawals to the retirement accounts. So that triggers potentially substantial taxation and surcharges that are outside of your control. The surcharges, like I said, Medicare surcharges, uh, Social Security taxation that's going to be pulled in. So those could really add to your tax bill. So working with an advisor or a tax professional to create a distribution optimization strategy is critical in this time frame. But going even further, we like to think, if I catch you early enough, that we started to put plans in place to protect you in the future. A lot of decisions that you make 5, 10, 15, 20 years out from retirement really impacts the future because if things keep going the way that they are, those decisions that we make now are going to make sense later. So it's important to really evaluate your income distribution strategy, your tax strategy, your goals, your vision, everything you want out of retirement so we know how to withdraw funds to get there. So just to recap, create an income distribution strategy. Make great decisions around Social Security, when to take it. Have high quality health insurance options and be ready to pay for them if need be leading into Medicare. Do Roth conversions if they make sense. And then make sure to protect the strategy on when to draw down retirement accounts and try to develop tax diversification around your assets and their location and account types and taxation now and taxation in the future. Those are five things that you can really dive into to help build your retirement and think about as you're in your mid to late 50s and early 60s and coming into retirement. Listen, I know a lot of you want me to get very, very detailed, but to be honest with you, this stuff is customized to every family. If my clients right now, I have some clients that are doing pre-tax money. I have some clients that are doing post-tax money. So they're doing pre-tax like 401k or IRA. Some people are doing Roths and everything in between. It's all depending on what they want their future to be. Some people are making a ton of money right now. So they're in high income brackets. So some people aren't making a ton of money right now. So they're in low brackets. So how we mitigate those decisions completely depends. So what I suggest, 
is start thinking about this yourself and trying to develop a plan on your own and at least start to create questions that you don't have the answers to. And then you can work with an advisor and a CPA of your choosing that is has your interests in mind first and is just going to deliver guidance to achieve your goals. At me as a fee-only planner, I do help clients on an ongoing basis. This is specifically my bread and butter. Tax, defici- tax efficiency strategies, income distribution strategies, social security decisions, how to live in retirement, and make all those decisions around what's important to your goals and invest the ways that support the plan and the goals. So it's important that you reach out to someone that can give you some unbiased guidance. Stay tuned. Episode three is coming tomorrow, or I'm sorry, next week. Episode three in this series is coming next week. If you're in these age brackets that we've already discussed, 30 to 50, 50 to kind of mid 60s or higher, this next episode is for you and I'm giving you the key to all this, information before it happens. So make sure to listen next week, even if you're younger than the age group, so you can make good decisions to prepare you for when you are the age in the 70s. You're ready to go and you don't have to worry about a thing. Thanks for listening. I can't wait to talk to you a little bit more next week. Always in the show notes below, hit me with any questions. Uh, There's some links if you need anything, the website, the YouTube channel, everything. Thanks for listening. Take a look at the show notes for links to all the topics that were discussed and stay tuned for the next episode as they're going to be dropping weekly. Make sure to subscribe and go to www.propathfinancial.com to learn more. The information provided in these podcasts is only to be considered helpful hints and education. Nothing said in any of these podcasts is to be misconstrued as specific tax, legal, or investment advice. Consult with your tax, legal, or investment professional before acting on anything discussed on these shows.